Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hey guys, today we sit down with one of Australia's biggest social media influencers, Lisa DeSanctis, or Seawant Shop. Lisa chats about the life outside being a blogger, real life shit, and also the highs and lows of being an influencer. And what the hell? I didn't know one of the Kardashians did that for Lise. Hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to hit subscribe, like, comment, and whatever else you folks do. Ciao. <laughs> and welcome to Curious Conversations. Today, we are super excited. We have the beautiful Lisa. I was going to say Hamilton and then I'm going to stop myself because I actually don't know how to pronounce your new last That's name. That's okay. A lot of people um, don't know how to pronounce it. It's DeSanctus. DeSanctus. Amazing. AKA, if you don't know Lisa, see one shop. Well, formerly see one shop for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited to have you on today. Lisa yeah. is probably one of the most down-to-earth go-getters I think we know, right, Seth? I think uh, before this I said to Tal, I described Lise to her. I was like, Lise is the biggest yes person I've ever met in my life. Like <laughs> there's nothing that you've ever said no to. Hey, Lise, do you want to come to the Hansons? Yep. Hey, Lise, do you want to come train? Yep. Hey, Lise. Like, <laughs> I, I am love a that yes about person. You. I am a yes person. I would agree with that. I think that's something we need to take out of your book. I've been a yes person this year, but we sometimes love that. It's bad. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it can be bad. You can say yes and spread yourself too thin. That's so true. that's actually been my lesson I, this year. No, I have learned that in the past. I can't say yes to everything, but I still stay, I say yes to most things. Well, mm. welcome to Curious Conversations Thank you. with Tully and Sarah. Um, I think at the current moment, we're kind of dealing with a little bit of isolation, stage two in Australia of Corona. Corona, yeah. Yeah. So um, we feel privileged that we can all get together today mm-hmm. and still have this chat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I. I remember January, actually, we were training and Corona had just erupted and you were like, oh, my brother, he's just gone out and stockpiled food. And I know, like, I we was laughed. literally <laughs> laughing at him. He's like, you should go um, get two trolleys worth of tuna and cake, canned beans. And I was like, you're Toilet being paper. ridiculous. <laughs> like, calm your farm. It's like, it's just the flu. Like, what the hell are you doing? And three weeks later, and you can't bloody get toilet paper to save your life. I was going to ask, what, yeah. what were your three essentials in the supermarket when everyone was manic buying what what were you like I'm- I can't say I'm a panic buyer and I have I still haven't really done the whole big shop and stocked up I've um I guess pasta would be one I always but my my pantry's got pasta in it anyway so like I didn't really need to go get more but like I did go and get some fresh rana pasta because that's my favorite pasta in the world and it goes so quick so I stocked up on rana pasta um, I stocked up on soy milk because I don't really like normal milk and eggs were my other thing. Mm. I think that's a good combination actually. Yeah. What were yours, Tal? What were mine? I'm a massive Serena tuna fan, like oh, chili yeah, yeah, tuna. Yeah. Give yeah. it to me. I'd eat it 
all the time. So I think tuna was mine toothpaste because I heard we're running out of toothpaste. Uh, I I was like, I'm quite like a clean freak when it comes to my Mm. teeth. So I was like, I have to have toothpaste. And then my third, uh, like I wasn't a toilet paper hoarder. I was like, you know what? I'll just have a shower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, um, and then my third, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe cheese. Really? Yeah. Mine was so different. Cheese slices, I think. Uh, My first one was lint coconut chocolate. Oh, wow. I love, like every single night I have that. And then uh, Halo Top vegan Mm -hmm. sea salt caramel. Oh, my gosh. You've gone real sweet. Yeah, Yeah. I've gone sweet. Um, I did buy like those family tubs of peanut M&Ms. Yeah. They're like Oh, yum. Actually, I take that back. Mine was probably peanut butter, not cheese. Mm. I, I've got the stock pantry of the one kilo picks yeah. peanut butter, so that doesn't really affect me. What was your third? <laughs> um, it definitely wasn't toilet paper or anything like that, but I'm trying to make sure every week I do get a Hass avocado, not a Shepherd. Oh. Isn't it funny the difference I, between a Hass and a Shepherd? What's the difference? Oh, the Shepherd is the kind of more shiny, like soft, uh, and, right? They yeah. taste the exact same to me. Yeah, but they're, they're like hard, don't <laughs> yeah, you think? Right. They're like really hard I've, to cut. I honestly didn't realise that was a thing. Has your life changed much since Corona? Um, I, uh, yeah, it has. I play sport. I play soccer and football. So not being able to do those two things, play team sport, has really sucked. Like I love getting out and that competitive spirit and just seeing all the girls. Um, So important. I really do miss that. Obviously you can still work out at home um and things like that so I'm still getting exercise so it's not so much the exercise I'm missing it's just wait on you do miss distance day tell me you miss distance day (laughs) (laughs) well I probably do like my body probably misses it I don't know if mentally I miss it but just I do miss that I do miss that camaraderie um of exercising in a group for sure um and I miss my family I haven't seen like my parents um my nieces and nephews and sister and brother in a Mm, a week and a bit now um so we're just trying to do the right thing and yeah separate ourselves Mm. um even though like none of us have symptoms or anything I think it's just the safest thing to do um at this point in time especially because both my parents are that little bit older my dad's in his 70s so it's just not worth the risk I wish I could say the same for my husband's family they're Italian and (laughs) honestly there's nothing that will stop them having a coffee and a smoke together yeah so I'm interested to see if they're going to actually eventually stop at this stage. They're still flouting rules and, uh, yeah, smoking up a storm at Nonno Nonno's house. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think that's probably why why Italy's so bad. Probably. They just, they're just stubborn and too social for their own good, which is like a lovely, you know, habit in normal times but yeah. not at the moment. So, anyway. It has been a challenging time, yeah. 100%. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it it's is. so unprecedented. It's just it's that change and just everything yeah. changing so quickly. It's hard to adapt. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, in, yeah, it's in terms of work and photos, I I know I had a conversation with you last week, and you're like, oh, I think I need to ask my husband to take some photos. Yeah. <laughs> so I have um I have a great assistant who's awesome, but she's from Perth. Um, and she lives out here alone and her um, parents decided to fly her back. Oh, that's nice. Um, which is lovely. You know, so she's gone back home to be with her family. But, yeah, it's left me like without that person to help me do my job and create content. And um, my other photographer that I often use, um, 
moved to Brisbane and my other one is pregnant, so she's staying home. So I've yeah, I've had to resort to using my husband. Well the self timer works a treat. Yeah, I haven't actually yeah, I should <laughs> that's be, a single girl. Yeah, that's a single girl yeah, problem. Uh, I should be better at that. Um but I've been using him. Um he's been not super happy about it, but I just keep reminding him that obviously, you know, it's, temporary. <laughs> it's A, it's temporary, but B, like at least I still have a job That's true. and, you know, I have clients that I have to please and I am still making money. So, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. So um, I just try and remind him of that and send him calendar invites. Is are, are you still getting clients in this time? I am. I am. I, I think... Um, screen time has obviously soared yeah. uh, and probably will continue to soar. So I think brands are recognising that if they want to get seen um, in the social media space and this is probably a really good time Agreed. to do it, yeah. particularly if they do it in a really smart um, and sensible way. I know some brands are, um, you know, doing charities and, and giving back and, you know, helping hospitals or charities and whatnot. So I think it's a really good time um for brands to get seen and my um engagement and like my stories and my views and commenting like I've noticed an increase um in the last yeah couple of weeks so I can only imagine that's probably going to continue people so people just craving that kind of interaction I think so so at this stage um yeah I'm still working I'm super busy the only challenge is obviously I can't shoot outside Really, I mean, I can shoot outside my house and in my street, but there's only so many of shots you can do of that before it gets old. So, um, yeah, that's that is my challenge: is trying to find cute indoor spots in my house um, that I can, yeah, still shoot my content in. So, that has been a bit of a challenge. Um, but in saying that, I also am that kind of person that I just have so much content that is backlogged that I can still roll out over this time because I, I shoot everywhere I go and so there are so many photos that I could um, start rolling out if worse comes to worse and I run out of content. So I'm not worried about that. And last question uh, in terms of Rona, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people are taking this time to self-reflect. Obviously they're taking more time at home, they're analysing their life a lot more have you been doing that mm. in any way? And do you think after this anything will change for you? Right. I don't know about – I don't know if I've been analytical about myself, but I've certainly changed, I suppose, a few things. Like the other day I meditated, which I never, ever do, but um, I went for a walk on the beach and I don't know, there was no one around and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and do five minutes of like breathing in with the ocean and just like – just have a bit of calm because like people are obviously uh, very anxious yeah. <laughs> at this time. I'm not a particularly anxious person and uh, nothing really stresses me out too much, but it just felt nice to do that. And I, I think that should be something I probably should be including in my routine going forward um, because I enjoyed it. I've also been reading more. I try and read every night um, anyway, but I've been, I've been really busy. I got married um uh on new year's eve before the bushfires and before coronavirus thank goodness which was so much fun we were lucky enough to be there yeah it was awesome but i i'd held off a lot of work kind of in the lead up and then in that little honeymoon phase so from kind of end of january and february i've been so so busy so 
it's just kind of been nice to kind of like catch my breath and catch up on jobs that were still a bit backlogged from that really hectic time. So um, I've been doing a lot of that. And then in terms of like looking, I suppose, at myself and what I could be using this time for, um, I've gone back to learning Italian. I know, Sarah, you learn Italian. And I was just sitting there the other night and I – I found these free online courses that you could be doing and I was looking through and I was like, you know what, I really want to get back into Italian. Um, We were supposed to be going on a honeymoon to Sicily mm, literally in two weeks, which obviously is not happening anymore. So I told myself my goal was like, a year ago, I will learn. <laughs> I will know how to speak Italian by the time our honeymoon comes. Well, now out. you've got like another year. I know. So it's actually helped me achieve that yeah. goal. Um, so from that perspective, uh, that goal might actually get achieved now because who knows when the honeymoon's going to be. But um, so yeah, little things like that, like getting back into like learning Italian, getting back into meditation. So just a few bits and pieces, like cooking breakfast. Usually, I skip yeah. breakfast. I'm the worst. I get up, I go, and I, I'm really bad. I often skip breakfast or have like a protein bar or something. So this morning, you know, I had a nice cooked bre- breakfast with my husband. Like it's really nice. We're just like enjoying each other's company. Um, working from home does have its challenges and I think the first <laughs> week we got a little bit catty with each other. He was trying to be on teleconferences. I was trying to film TikToks in the corner. <laughs> and so, you know, that doesn't really mesh. Um, but I think we've, we've got a good balance now. Yeah. And um, But it's just being nice like to spend this quality time together. Uh, which we normally never get to do like midweek. So I think it's really nice and that seems to be the Mm. common theme is everyone's slowing down. I am. It's great. I think, I mean, we've talked about this numerous times, but I think honestly I think this whole thing is like Mother Nature kind of been like you all need to slow the fuck down like and kind of get back to basics. Even um, like when I went for my beach walk on the weekend, like the water was so clear. And, uh, yeah, it just makes you think like how clean and nice nature and everything can be if yeah. we all just kind of stop. Yeah, agree. The, the canals in uh, I know, Venice still the canals blow my in mind. Venice. I know. Yeah. Amazing. So we've obviously spoken about like the current time and if you're listening, you kind of got the gist. Um, Lisa works on Instagram as mm. a lifestyle blogger. Mm-hmm. Um, would you call yourself an influencer? Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't mind. I, I know some people like – Go funny about it. Are funny about that word? I mean, I don't really mind yeah. what you call me. Like I'm super privileged yeah. to be able to do what I do. So you can call me what you want and I'm really happy to be in this position to have people that actually care about what I do yeah. and what I say and what I wear. So I don't really mind what the tag is. But I do have a blog. So I, I was always a blogger, but I think now the term influencer is used a lot more commonly. Yeah, but I still 100%. do have my website, yeah. um, which is great. So I like I don't always stress too much that everything is about Instagram. Yeah. Um, so what, like, tell us what you did before. Like, how did you get into Instagram? We'd uh, love to hear. Yeah, it's a long story. Okay, but it's a good story. No, it is good. I love this story. I, um, this, is, this is well before the times when being an Instagrammer or a YouTuber or, or a TikToker even existed. I um, I moved to London on a overseas holiday. I'm a physiotherapist. So I went over there and um, got my registration uh in, uh, in the UK and worked in the NHS, which is the health system over there. Um, and I um, downloaded Instagram thinking it was a photo editing app because I wanted to yeah. like um, edit my travel photos and discovered it was this photo sharing device. I had probably 
like my boyfriend at the time and maybe two or three friends on the other only other people I knew that had Instagram. So I would just go on there and just share like my travel photos and um, my shopping photos and basically whatever I was doing in the UK. And I at the same time I then realized that you could follow people mm-hmm. and brands. So I started following um you know, all these amazing European influencers and bloggers. And I just thought they were the bee's knees. That was so cool. Um, this was in the the time when Australia didn't have Zara, we didn't have H and M, we didn't have any of those high street brands. So I would um I would go shopping at um H and M or Primark or Zara. Yeah. yeah. And you and I could get access things that people back home yeah. can get. And I used to love sharing like my buys and what I'd gotten and because it was so cheap. Like I remember thinking like how cheap H and M was because we only we didn't have any of those cheaper brands yeah. back in Australia at the time. And all of a sudden people just started following me and I, I didn't take it seriously. It was just obviously a lot of fun and I was really enjoying connecting with people and I was obviously travelling alone so it was a nice way to like have that connection and that social connection with people and feel connected with people, not only with people back home but with new people in the UK. And then I came back to Australia and um, I had a really good friend, Tessa, Tessa J. Slight, who uh, started a blog um, when she was in high school, she was honestly one of the originals. I literally follow. I was saying to yeah. Sarah before, she was like one of my favourite bloggers. Yeah, and um, and our boyfriends worked together. So we became friends through through that and she basically encouraged me. She We followed each other on Instagram and then she encouraged me. She's like, why don't you start a blog as well um, and we can shoot each other. She's like, I never have anyone to shoot with. It'll be really great. Um, we can share clothes and, um, yeah, and we can just shoot content together. And I was like, oh, that's heaps of fun. I just moved back from the UK so I didn't have a job, um, had all this spare time on my hands. So we started shooting each other and then um, – yeah, event invites started coming in and then brands kind of started sending me things and even then it was still just fun and I ended up getting a full-time job as a physio again in Australia and so I just treated my blog as a bit of a hobby. It was just like a nice creative outlet. Obviously, um, being a physio is very science health-based mm-hmm. so it was really nice to come home from work or on the weekends and be able to throw my efforts into putting great outfits together and sharing that with um, with my followers and then blogging kind of became a, I don't know, a, a sensation and all of a sudden it sort of started um, being recognised yeah. as something you could do and I, I still wasn't really sure what to do with it and then I got approached by management and once I got a manager on board, I guess that's when it started becoming um, more monetized. Mm-hmm. Up until then it was just, you know, I was so grateful that brands wanted to send me clothes or, or product and I would obviously share that yeah. Um and but as it grew obviously I started to realize that there could be a business behind this and that's when I went um part-time with physio and I and then I concentrated more more on my blog and then eventually I went casual as a physio and so that's where I am now so I'm full-time on my blog um and social media and then I still have my physio qualifications and I do it casually um but it's crazy that that's where I am now yeah. because I never They're ever so different like physio and ent- then oh, completely so different. different. They're so so different, and that's opposite. why I really enjoyed having it because I felt like yeah I was exercising both sides of my yeah. brain. Um, but I've always I've always loved both. I've always loved the science, and I've always loved art. Like at high school, I loved I loved chemistry as much as I loved design tech. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you're amazing at photography. Did you do a course or anything, or um, did you just teach yourself? Ah, uh, I never did. Like, I watched like a few like YouTube yeah. videos and online tutorials. And once I started um, 
like working with photographers, I would just pick their brains. Yeah. So Higgsy, I remember I did a few jobs with him and I'd be like, oh, how do you do that? Or how did you do that? And he'd just quickly show me. And um, Katie Fergus, another photographer in Melbourne, same sort of thing. So I just kind of like learnt from working with photographers mm-hmm. and just sharing um, their knowledge. And yeah, and then I just practised, I guess, and then eventually the skills came. Yeah. When you say now it's full time, mm-hmm. what does a day look like for you? Like do you structure oh. Instagram and then writing for your blog? Like what's full no, time? No, I for- should I should have more of a routine. We're like just talking prop- about that. Yeah, a proper routine. No, I don't. And I think it's probably something I know it's something I should do. I just kind of um, I have a list, like a to-do list basically, mm-hmm. and every morning I'll write a to-do list. So and I like prioritise like what's most important to get done um, and kind of make my way through. But like every day is different because one day might be more of an admin day where I am doing emails, editing, writing for my blog, things like that. And another day might be a shoot day where the whole day I'm out shooting um, or I've got a studio booked and I'm I'm shooting IGTV video content, which is something I've just started doing. So, um, yeah, no one day is the same. Someday you'll have an event as well. Um, smack bang in there or a job where you've got to go to an event or a job where you've got to go shoot. So like every day is different and that is what I do love about what I do now. Like obviously being a physio, it was very same routine every single day Um, whereas what I do now, every day is different and obviously working for yourself is amazing um, as you girls know. Um, Being able to schedule your day and just have that flexibility. So being able to, okay, if I want to go – you know, babysit my niece or nephew, I can I can do that and then I can do my work later on in the night because I can do it, you know, anytime I want. So um, I do love that flexibility of being um, working for myself and, and being in the social media world, obviously it is, um, it's 24-7. So, I mean, that it has its pros and it has its cons. Pros is that you can do your work, yeah. you know, at any time of day really. Um, cons is that, you know, you're always on. So I do try and set aside time where I'm not on my screen. So weekends I generally You're really strict with this. Yeah, weekends I generally don't go on don't go on my phone. Obviously now I feel like it's all days are weekends. What days are weekends? So <laughs> like Literally. yeah, it's kind of gone out the window. But before this I was really good because weekends generally I see my friends and I see my family um, and they're two kind of things that I don't really share on my social media. Um, So I really just like to put my phone away and just kind of be present and enjoy those things. So, um, yeah, I'm usually really good at at switching off on on weekends Um, and then Monday to Friday I really like, yeah, concentrate. Yeah, you just touched on um, how you keep your Instagram private. Mm. You're obviously married and Mm. I would presume you want to have kids soon. Mm. Do you reckon that's going to change when you have kids? Yeah. Because you are really private. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do you think it'll change? I need to have this discussion with my husband. Yeah. We've joked about it and I've said, hey, you know, yeah, I'll become the next big mummy blogger. I think it's funny. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to approach that yet. Obviously it's a very personal thing. Yeah. And I know there are obviously some amazing mother bloggers out Mm -hmm. there that do share. I think there's there's probably an in-between that I'll probably end yeah, up doing. Um, yeah, not it won't be everything but, you know, I'll probably share a little bit. But how much do you share? Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely something I need to sit down with with Danny and discuss and figure out what we're going to yeah. do um, if and when that time comes. But, um, 
Yeah, I yeah it's, that one that one is a, a tough one. Obviously, I've got my puppy, and I share him a lot. <laughs> he doesn't get a, a say. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't get a say. Um, yeah, and it's a little different. But yeah, having a child, like I don't share my nieces or nephews, yeah. um, um, and that's on the back of um, like my brother and sister. You know, want to cool. keep that to themselves, and that's that's totally their decision. So that's completely fine. But at the same time, I think like. It would be something that I think people would really engage with yeah. and would appreciate. So I've got to weigh up, you know, yeah, the, how my audience, you know, will relate to it mm-hmm. and what they'll get out of it, um, you know, in a positive sense versus, you know, what negatives might come from it. Yeah. So. Speaking of your audience, you have probably you're one of the most interactive influencers. Yeah, I, am, I try I to be. And you have, <laughs> I would say, probably – the most loyal f- followers. I know one of my girlfriends is probably one of your top fans. Shout out to Tegan, who will probably be listening to this. Is that Tegan underscore Bartleson? Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Um, I know who you mean. How like, yeah, how much yeah. time do you spend writing back? Because that's a huge part of your interaction with your yeah, followers, and that's why I, I think they are so loyal yeah. to you because you're you're relatable. You're like the yeah. girl next door. Yeah, I set aside time to write back to 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 definitely every comment. DMs I do get back to, but probably not as quickly as I am with comments. Takes um, a lot more time because sometimes the DMs, yeah, is like a complicated question or they're asking about um, you know, uh, the size of something or where something was from and if I don't have that product on me or I don't ha- you know, I might need to check it at a later date. So DMs I'm a little bit slow with, but I do always get back to all of them. That might take me a few weeks, but I will get to the bottom of the pile. But definitely I um well, I don't know, I, I got I've done a few courses um and webinars and podcasts and, and those things about social media. And some of the best advice um that I got given was um as someone, either a brand or an influencer, whoever it may be, someone who's on social media, um it's not to worry about the followers that you don't have, but concentrate on the ones you do. Yeah, good advice. Um, I think you have told me that before. Yeah, I've yeah, and it, I mean, it makes complete sense. They're the ones that have gone to the exactly. trouble of hitting that follow. follow button that they want you in their feed when they scroll past, and that's um, that's an honor and that's a privilege to be one of those people that they've selected. So I concentrate on giving them the most out of that that follow. So when they tap that follow, I want to give them as much as possible from that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I write back to them. I, um, I help out with, they've got questions, um, and I try and, um, provide to them things that they say they like. So if they like seeing a certain brand or, um, style of photo, then I try and give that to mm-hmm. them because they're the ones that are important to me and they're the ones that let me do this every day. And, um, and I, yeah, I'm so lucky to be able to do it. So I think it's really important to, um, yeah, not stress about what you don't have. And I know, you know, it's very easy to be comparing yourself to other brands, other influencers. Why do they have that many followers? Why did they get that job? Do you ever get caught up doing that? Oh, I, I've definitely been down that path. I um, Because to me, you are probably the most are you confident and know your self-worth of probably anyone thank you, I know. Thank you. No, I've definitely questioned my, my, my self-worth and my confidence and, oh, They've, they've shot that product that way, but I did it this way, but that way's like so much more creative and why didn't I think of that? And I've definitely gone through down that tunnel, but um, I've really concentrated on just staying in my own lane and I only yeah. follow people now that I am inspired 
by in a good way. I'm not inspired by that I'm jealous or feeling like I'm missing out or worried that I'm not living up to, you know, what what they are achieving. Um, so now I, I I culled, you know, my list of who I was following. And now I, I just follow people who I genuinely feel inspired by, motivated by, who support me, and I, mm. you know, support them back. Um, but I think it. I think social media. It's very, very easy to be comparing yourself. Oh, 100%. It's, it's a really um, that's a dark side of of social media that's hard to get out of, and you can sometimes yeah, yeah fall into a rut. But I think it's just really important to um, yeah switch off if if you're feeling that um, you know it's not making you happy. If you're not enjoying mm. being on there, you know, get off Instagram and go outside and yeah. go hang out with people face to face and just yeah. I know you, yeah, I know you just mentioned about dark sides to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously know Lise and um, we know that you've had a little bit of trolling mm. and which, again, happens on Instagram. It's unfortunate and these people, I do not know why they think that they can do this. But yes. can you dive a little bit deeper into that experience? And- so, yeah, I yeah, I haven't – I don't get it a heap but I did have – there was a period of time where I I had a super nasty troll that was very, very persistent um, and look, what they were saying didn't bother me. Like that wasn't what was, um, I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm quite resilient and like, I know who I am and I don't find self-litigation, um, in an app. Mm-hmm. I find it from people around me. So yeah. that wasn't really the issue. The issue was that it was just so constant and, you know, every time I blocked and deleted They'd start a new account. Block and delete, start oh, a new account. And it wasn't just like it was on Twitter that's a and lot Instagram. Of people. And it was just, uh, yeah, and I was just like if I'm dealing with this, like I wonder, you know, how many other probably. Well, not as strong as you. Yeah, maybe not as strong or a lot younger or, you know, inexperienced who are dealing with this or, mm. you know, people that might not have that strong support network that I'm very lucky to have. Um, and I just got really kind of angry about it and so – I contacted Twitter, con- contacted Snapchat, contacted Instagram. Instagram and Snapchat were shit. They did not help at all. No, I don't think I even heard back from them. Oh, I'm, I, I did. I think I got one email back from Instagram, but it went nowhere. And um, Twitter were good. They they did try and help. Um, they wanted um, like evidence and yeah. things like that. And so like Twitter did um, put in some effort. Obviously, there's only a limit as to what they have access to and. And I guess with privacy laws, what they're allowed to release. But like, I did appreciate that they at least tried um, out of the social media apps. Um, and then the police again tried. Oh, wow, so you got the police? Yeah, as well. I did. Oh, well, I was just like, this is. Well, it's they, not okay to treat not. people. No, I yeah. just was like, I'm not going to stand it's like for that's this. Like someone's daughter, sister, yeah, whatever. Exactly. That's bullying. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I always think. I was like, you're someone's sister or yeah. someone's daughter. Can you imagine? Like what your mum would mm, say if she crazy. knew you were saying this to someone yeah, yeah. else, another human being. Like it's just pathetic, honestly. And like the police, they again they tried, but their hands are tied. All of the apps are obviously based in America, yeah. and they're like it usually takes between nine to eighteen months for us to get Whoa. a response. Or, wow. Yeah, it was just like so. They're like, you know, in all honesty, it's probably not going to go anywhere. But um, you know, send us through all the evidence. I had to write a statement. Um, had to go into the police station, and yeah, it was full on. And I tried, but it didn't go anywhere. And I, I just, it just got me angry. I'm like, if I've gone to all this effort and I've tried, like, you know, it needs to be easier for yeah, people to agreed. report this and get yeah. this stopped. It shouldn't be that hard. They need to 
implement something for like sure something. for like sure what that is i don't know I don't but know. like but i can't it shouldn't be this difficult no. and it just got me really angry that no one could help me yeah good on you for standing up for yourself though mm. i probably wouldn't have gone that far that mm. i probably would have been that girl i just like in the corner i just really like, wanted to get this person i was like i think oh, that's amazing you did anyway. that and that just goes to show like what kind of person you are but, like yeah the police were great for other women that's what you were doing yeah i was amazing. trying to i was trying to make a stand and i was yeah trying to set an example and yeah did you ever call these people out on your instagram um, a couple of times, I just felt it made it made it worse. Yeah, it that's kind of what they wanted, yeah. to be honest. So I did, um, yeah, a couple of times, but um, yeah, I quickly stopped because I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of like feeding the beast. Them, yeah, yeah. One thing uh, both you and Tully have taught me about Instagram is there's actually a thing that you can block certain words. Yes. Oh, if I had to read you out my list of blocked words. I mean, again, that's just pathetic that I have to even yeah. write so, those things down. I mean, it's pathetic that but they've these even words, put that in place. Know, these like, words, so anyone who type, tries to yeah. type a certain word on your comment, yeah. if that has a yeah. certain it word, won't come doesn't up. get delivered. Oh, okay. It won't yeah. come up. So I had like... Like this is why it's so pathetic. I had like pig, putrid, oh thighs, God, whale, like honestly, it was just like the list of words that I had to write down. I was just like this is just disgraceful that yeah. a human being is saying these things um, and using these words. But, yeah, I think I've still got it because I've just never taken it away. Mm. But it's, yeah, it's all it's mainly about, yeah, looks and, and body weight. That and would make me body furious. Shape. Yeah. I, I think it was you on Instagram. It was either you or Rosa the other day, but I'm pretty sure it was you. Someone commented, commented on oh, something yeah. and um, – <laughs> Your your comment back, uh, I just had to applaud. Like, yeah, I was sharing my favorite runner past. Yeah, about what did they say? I, I didn't see this. I stocked up on this past. Yeah, and I took a photo of pasta, it. By the way, I know. Tell, Please um, send me yeah. a palette. I love it so much. Anyway, I just did a shout out because we're in isolation, so you know people want to know what food we're eating. Yeah. So I um. I yeah took a photo of the pasta pack and I said FYI this is the best pasta ever if you're looking to stock up this is what you know this is what you should be stocking up on this brand and um, yeah this chick just wrote back um, who gives a fuck and I was like what did you say back I wrote back I said not you obviously yeah exclamation mark um, or something like all good it's your loss anyway this pasta is amazing. Um, and then and then um, had so many people write back to me and I was just like, I think she's just hangry yeah. <laughs> in isolation and it's just gotten the better of her, honestly. But, I, yeah, it was I funny. Was, I was so impressed by that. I was like, <laughs> like it's it's not rude but it's just like yeah. dishing oh, a little bit. Like, it was just a bit um, yeah. uncalled for. It was yeah. just like, just chillax. Speaking of ISO meals, do you have any go-to ISO meals that you're, you're going to? Like I know I've, I've probably reverted back to my comfort food. I feel like mm. before this – podcast is going to be international for everyone who's not Australian. ISO is Australians <laughs> abbreviating isolation. isolation. And so it's Aussie slang. I know mm. a lot of my American friends have commented on my photos and been like, what, what the fuck is ISO? And oh, I'm like, really? Yeah, because it's like Aussie slang. I, I, like, also, I thought everyone knew what ISO was. I also That's, thought that about Rona. Because oh, yeah, we so again, shortened Corona, corona to Rona. Rona. So Aussie. Yeah. That is such an Australian thing. Sorry, I just had to say that because I know we do have <laughs> international listeners. Um, um, I've been cooking pancakes a lot. 
Yeah. Which I never usually have time to do. Um, so for breakfast, I, yes, I mean, it's just simple things like that. Pancakes have been, well, crepes. I make crepes, not pancakes, they're real thin ones. Um, lemon and sugar topping. Yeah. Yeah. Yum, always lemon and sugar. Lemon and sugar. Yeah. yeah. Always, always. Um, and then pasta. Yeah. Pasta. We've been having a fair bit of pasta at night and just like simple meats, just like we've just been like stocking up at the butcher, just with chops and steaks, things going like back that. To childhood again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. literally like, meat and three veg. Yeah. 100%. So, have yeah. you been going back to childhood too tall? Not me because I live alone. So, like, I don't really like mm. cooking meat by myself. But, like, things that I have been eating, I've noticed I have been going Milo? Back to I've been oh stocking up God, on yum. Milo. I but, just, like, walk past it in the supermarket. I was like, yeah, I need that. Like, even yesterday I went to the supermarket and, like, this is stupid, but, like, I need to buy tomato sauce. And then I just grabbed the Rosella one because my mum used to buy that when I was yeah. younger. And I'm like, that's so weird that I just grabbed that. I don't usually grab that brand. It's so weird that, like. Mm. A lot of the things we've been doing is taking me back to my childhood. Yeah, I agree. I think it's because we have stopped. But, For sure. Um, yeah, it's really weird. I was just going to ask you a question. <laughs> I was back to corona and isolation kind of stuff. Mm. You're very, very fortunate you get to travel a lot with your blog mm-hmm. and Instagram. Mm. And you were obviously saying before you had tra- um, plans going over yeah, to Europe. yeah. So once this travel ban is over and lifted, is there one particular place you do want to go? Or where do you think you'll go to first? Well, the reason we were going to Europe for my honeymoon um, was because we had a wedding in the UK. So I think everything is just kind of in limbo at the moment. So I assume that once that wedding gets rescheduled, then we will go. Um, we'll go to back to London and and go from there. But I was like just so keen to get to Italy. I've only done a tiny bit of Italy, like Milan, um, for Fashion Week. I haven't done anything below that. So. Um, and my husband's Italian heritage. So I was really excited to, yeah, explore Italy. And that's where I'd really like to go. But obviously they're going through a really shit time at the mm. moment. So who even knows, you when know, when, leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. when or if or when that yeah. that will happen. But I would say Italy would be definitely up there. Um, and, yeah, and London, um, I really, yeah, I really want to see my cousin get married. Like, have you been to London since you lived there? You have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, have. I have, but I was really looking forward to going to a British wedding. Like I was yeah. going to like wear a fascinator. I was going to say, I was going to go, you know, they Princess hats, Eugene. Yes. Yeah. I was, I had, I had like a, a fascinator ready to go. Oh, my God, I love how they yeah. do that. I know. I was really yeah. excited and, you know, the men in their three-piece suits and yes. their top hats. Like and, real pop-up. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go all Pride and Prejudice. You'll but, still have you know. it. just have to wait. Yeah. So, yeah. Be patient. It'll still, yeah, yeah. That's the plan. Where have your favourite places been that the Instagram blog have taken you so far? Um, I mean, the Maldives. You can definitely say the Hamptons with Tully and I know, I was going to say, and we've also been to LA with you. We've been to LA. Please tell them. Yeah, yeah. LA was The Maldives are uh, incredible, like, in terms of anywhere on earth that, like, it, when you see a photo of it or videos of it, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that looks amazing. But when you get there, it is just so incredible yeah, and blue and endless and picturesque you feel like you've been like dropped into like a, a movie like or a picture book it's just it's ama- it's amazing it's the probably the one place in the world where I was just like this place is out of control beautiful how long were you there for because I know a um, lot of I've been there trips. twice oh you've been there twice yeah so the first time I went was super quick it was yeah, like was three say. days or four days was I that went for a job yeah yeah and then the second time was 
um, was personal. Oh. So I went there with my husband um, and we were there for a week or oh, 10 days. Yeah. No, yeah, a week, 10 days, something like that. that's the one thing that a lot of people probably don't see on the outside. Like when they, when lifestyle bloggers and stuff, you're going on a trip, you usually are just flying in and out. Like you're yeah, there. Yeah, I know. And, um, and do outfit changes yeah, and make it look like you're and there you're out. It so looks many like days. you've been there for like two weeks. You're like, actually, I was only there for like three days, which is crazy. I know. I also love LA though. Like LA is probably my favorite city in the world to like travel to. Yeah. Um, and it's also good because like and you know people there as yeah, well. Yeah, I've got good friends yeah. there and I just love the city. I love what it's about. It's all about you just health and wellness following and living dreams. life and yeah. following your dreams and yeah. And um so I do really love LA as well. And Palm Springs. Oh, Palm Speaking Springs. of LA, I just want to kind of go back a little bit to our conversation. Yeah. Now I we can't finish this podcast without saying this because I am a massive Coco fan. Chloe Kardashian. How oh, yeah. did that Chloe Kardashian and Instagram kind of yeah, thing right. come about? Tell yeah, that's us a funny one. That. So a few years ago, the Kardashians had a footwear collection called Kardashian Collection that was only available in Australia. Very strange. Um, I'm looking and at least very strangely because I've never heard of their shoe collection. I'm like, yeah, it's oh, called. It doesn't exist anymore. I remember anymore. when it came out. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. And anyway, um, I used to work with them. Um, I, they obviously found me on Instagram. I'm not. I'm not sure how. Um, so they used to send me shoes all the time, and then. Um, Who used to send you? Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Like, it was like was their, Kim sliding in, being like, "Yeah, Yo, no, see what it was shop. like their marketing person." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't actually. Did a you believe Kardashian. it at first when they were like, "Hey, we worked for the Kardashians. We want to send you some stuff." Um, well, it's PR. So. Yeah, well, I was like, "This is their shoe range." I was like, "Yeah, sure, send me some shoes." Really? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. And then, and then, like, um, yeah, I went to Sydney Fashion Week and. Um, obviously in the lead up, they were like, oh, are you going to Sydney Fashion Week? We really want a blogger to, to do a takeover for our Instagram while you're there. And I was like, yep, I can be that person. Wish you um, would have been telling everyone I was best friends with yeah, the Kardashians. Yeah, and so they sent me um, their range um, of shoes and I obviously wore them to Sydney Fashion Week and I posted about it. And they, they Were put, they cute? They, um, they oh, <laughs> uh, you know, they were at the yeah. time. They were like very, very you know, when um, that trend of like the lace-up heel? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's like four or five yeah. years ago. Yeah, they, that was yeah. it. Yeah. And like, okay. yeah, the lace-up knee hybrid. It was all about that. Out, but that were cute. Yeah, <laughs> at the time. No, at the time, great. Um, and yeah, and um, yeah, at the end of the takeover, um, and I, I remember I was at, I got on the plane to fly home from Sydney and all of a sudden my oh, phone no. <laughs> started going absolutely bananas and I was like, what is going on? And like we were literally about to take off and all I got time to see was I think it was I think it must have been my manager um, that messaged me was like, Chloe Kardashian's just like reposted you Holy on Instagram. Shit. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. And I tried to go it's in but, you know, <laughs> like you have no reception when, you know, when you're about to take off. And anyway, so I didn't – so I then had to wait an hour until we landed in Melbourne and then I opened up and yeah, so she had regrammed, yeah, one of my photos of with me in the shoes um, and said and tagged me in the caption and said how cute, something like how cute does um, C1 Shop look um, in our Kardashian collection, something like that. And she did it on Twitter as well no. and like my just followers just went banana. How That's, many do you reckon yeah. you got? How I reckon I got up? like. Mm, 10 or 20k Shit. no do you know yeah. what that's the best feeling when someone regrams you but then puts your name in the caption that's like in the yeah, instagram world that's yeah. like double whammy sure. it's the best i mean this was like it was like five or six years ago so it's not like she had 100 million followers like she does now but she still the had engagement back then oh yeah and the now. engagement back yeah. then obviously was great and um yeah and it just like went gangbusters and i got yeah all these great new followers and like 
brands like reaching out to me. And yeah, it was really awesome exposure. It's great. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and that really, that definitely, that was when I was still working as a physio. So I was still like doing the two. And that was definitely a, a point that helped me kind of grow my name and my blog mm-hmm. it, for it to become more full time. I was going to say, what do you think your followers were pre Kardashian post? Like, were you still like had a really strong foundation, obviously? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I, um, I had started Instagram in 2012. So I'd been around for a while and I had a really engaged group of followers. Um, and I, um, I found that working, well, not working with, I would buy, um, like brands like ASOS and, and, Mm -hmm. and H&M. Yeah. And, um, and I would get re-grammed by those brands who obviously had huge Uh, followings and that really helped me just so my audience was very fashion-based young girls not too expensive you know and that was my audience so I've always had them and I still have them now but that definitely helped me grow um, my followers was getting those big powerhouse brands to to regram my my photos back early in the day now tell me if I'm wrong I just had a flashback but back in the day when you first started did you Always hide your face. Always. I remember that because Lisa and I got the same management and we went on board at Allenby at the same time. Yeah, always. And I remember seeing your account. I'm like, oh, my God, her style is so amazing, but I don't know what she looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, who is Lisa? This was at the time, again, when I was still working as a physio and I – full-time and I was – I for some reason I thought um, if if my clients or if people at work saw that I was doing that, then it would somehow – degrade my professionalism yeah that was that was basically the reason Ah. yeah and I was like I just didn't want um that side of I didn't want the two worlds to to merge so I like didn't like to show my face Mm because I didn't want to like walk into a treatment room and for a client to be like oh yeah because I thought then well then how they gonna look at me and think of me as a professional and what and I just still wasn't sure about what I was doing my confidence wasn't that mm-hmm, great mm-hmm. and that was another thing like I wasn't super confident I didn't think I was the prettiest girl on Instagram and I was like oh no one really wants to see my face so mm-hmm. you know so it was a it was a confidence thing it was a you know a career professionalism thing and I really didn't like yeah showing my face yeah. and then I um I, it, it just grew with time I just I got over myself a eh? yeah um realized that I can be just because I'm good at A doesn't mean I'm not good at B and, and yeah. vice versa and that um, I can still be a great physio and still be a great uh, blogger as well and that one doesn't necessarily have to take away from the other. Yeah. And I think also blogging and Instagram became a lot more well-recognised. Yeah. I felt like maybe people, I, I felt like people were laughing at me at the start or that like what I was doing, people like might take it the wrong way. So I didn't really want it to be about me. That's why I had See What Shop had nothing to do with my name. Like, cause I just was like, oh, it's a bit embarrassing or people might think that I've got um, tickets on myself because yeah. here I am trying to be a model when I'm not. Yeah. And I kind of, that was kind of my mentality. And I just like, it's like, oh, if I make it as little about me as possible, it's only about the clothes or it's only about the shoes or it's only about the coat then um people can't can't really make fun of me or laugh at me yeah do you think that maybe you getting older was a like part of the transition from getting like being more confident and stuff like that? for sure getting older um insta story because you're kind of more engaged insta story just broke down a huge barrier and also just like just realizing just becoming yeah more confident in myself and accepting myself for who i am accepting that i don't have to look a certain way to gain followers on Instagram or yeah. ha- have to be a certain way. That's what I love just being about myself. your engagement. But it took me a long time mm-hmm. to get there. And if you do look back at my yeah. old followers, yeah, you can see that I just wasn't confident 
on the platform yeah. about showing myself. I think with Instagram, it, like what Sarah was just saying and what you're just talking about is I love watching you on Instagram because you are so fucking real Thank and you. like confident and stuff like that. And I think exactly what we're talking about before. Yeah, people but that's love come that. off the back of my followers like helping me get to that yeah, point. Yeah, which is amazing. Because they're the ones that say, oh, I love seeing this. I'm like, well, that that brings me confidence mm-hmm, to then show really it more. Nice. Like the other day I yeah. posted, I've, I would never, like if you had asked me three years ago to post a video of me in a bikini walking away where you could see like my back and obviously my thighs and my cellular. I yeah. was like, there's absolutely no way. No, yeah. Like I'll do a still photo and yeah. I'll edit it mm-hmm. and I'll make it really pretty, you know, and I'll do a nice angle where you can't yep. quite tell. But then the other day I was like, you know what? I'm actually confident enough that I want to put this out there. And I posted oh it God, and I just yes, felt so good please. about it. And like the response was really great. And I was like, I need to do this more. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's it has taken me a long time to get here, but I'm just, but it's, it's them helping me being confident, yeah. which has made me more confident. Yeah. Just hasn't come from nowhere. Do you think that's also I find with Instagram over the last couple of years, it's changed oh, a it has. lot. It like has. it used to be all about, oh, that skinny, like model, whatever. It but- just used to be about the perfect picture. Yeah. Um, the perfect um image that's just not attainable yeah, yeah almost and now it's like you it's know like celebrating women, yeah, like yeah for sure it's are. about being relatable or it's like I still like to to create beautiful content um but I I like it to be yet relatable and achievable mm-hmm. even the products that you post mm. I think they're really achievable and you, yeah. you you post pictures in ways that inspire your followers to a style a certain way Absolutely. And yeah, Instagram's definitely changed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's in a a good way. Like I'm glad that we've come down that path. Um, I wish I'd realized it sooner. Like I just feel like, oh, like why did I waste all those years thinking that I wasn't good enough, you know, to post a bikini photo? Like that's so silly. I think it's, I think having those thoughts is normal. It's it's normal. Oh, and age, for sure. I would hate to be, yeah, I I would hate to be. 18, 16 yeah. in the day and age of social I media know, now, like it, it would be hard. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad we didn't have social media at school. If you Okay, so if you have a girl and she's on social media, mm. what would your – you're obviously very – like your life is Instagram and all that kind of stuff. What yeah. would you – like what would you say to her if she was on social media? Uh, I think it would just – like hopefully – the values that I've got instilled in myself in self-confidence yeah. and not being validated by an app, hopefully I would instill those values in my daughter and let them let her know that um, it's not the feedback that she – obviously, you know, that's great, the feedback she's getting from from people on there, but it's also about, you know, who's around her and what's yeah. real. Um yeah, far out. That's a bridge I'm going to have to cross. Yeah, well, hopefully it may But I think, be- yeah, just, yeah, and, you know, yeah, not listening to the haters and knowing who you are mm-hmm. and accepting like yourself and loving skill. yourself. Yeah. Everyone's beautiful. And- yeah. Now, before we wrap up, can you share three things that mm-hmm. people might not know about you? Well, I would have said one is that I'm a physio and I, yeah. we've already, already discussed that, but a lot of people um, have no idea that I have a physiotherapy degree. Um, You're smart. And that's yeah. what I started, not necessarily, <laughs> but just that's what I've studied. Um, so a lot of people um, are shocked at that. I would also say, oh, it's probably not so much now, I won't say that, that I'm in a relationship, but if you had a, a year ago, a lot of people wouldn't have probably known that I was in a relationship. Mm, that's fair because, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Since I got engaged, yeah. since I got engaged, like I've obviously posted a few more and like obviously wedding photos are there to be seen. So I've, I've posted some of those. Um, so people are obviously aware of it now. But before getting engaged, I would say a lot of people didn't know that I, that I was in a relationship. 
Um, and the third one um, is my age. Yeah, I reckon people get really surprised when they find out that I'm 32, they, nearly 33. Do they think you're younger or Yeah, older? they think I'm just like, yeah, yeah mid to late Fuck, 20s. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's a good thing. I remember I did a quiz, like, you know, you do quizzes on Instagram and I had an aunt, like I said, guess my age. And um, I had one option as 21. And no. Like, wow. It was like 30% people text Wow. Me. And I felt really I'd good I'd be too myself. scared to do that. They'd be like 35, 36. <laughs> I, I want to share three things that people might not know about you. I yeah, feel like you probably, I can you be probably think of better things yeah, than me. Yeah, I think Tal and I can both do I, this because we can do this yeah. well. Um, you tell me. I, always I know number question, one. So my like, number one would be that you play that's AFL. Exactly oh, what yeah, that's a good one. Say. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I play AFL. Um, number two, I it might have been a phase, but you still might be in this phase. Mm-hmm. You love cool accordion. I do. I didn't even know yeah. what you that know what? Was. That was actually one thing that I forgot to yeah. stock up, <gasps> and we're like down to our last. No. So tonight I'm gonna have to go past the supermarket, Wait, and I'm cool. like fingers lime? crossed. It it's lime. It's no. just lime cordial. Lime cordial. Oh. But it's called cooler yeah. like, on the box like, on the bottle. What's that brand called? Uh, Cotty's. Yeah, Cotty's. Yeah, yeah. Cotty's cooler. Yeah. Oh, is it the brand of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's lime cordial. We're obsessed with cooler. Like that's we don't drink really? water. We drink cooler in our household. Uh, I'm actually so gonna have to go for I four. Love it for this I feel like because um, we used to share office with you. Mm-hmm. Three, you play the best music. <laughs> oh, thank oh, yeah, you. yeah, you do. I pride you myself on music choice yeah. and I feel when I do stories, like I often get people being like, damn, you come out with some bangers. I think you need I to like, start a um, Spotify. I've, I've, yeah. yeah. You and many other people have asked <laughs> me to do that. That's actually something I should do while we're in ISO is finally do my Spotify playlist because I get asked, I reckon once once a day. Do you? Someone like, do you have a Spotify? Wait, do what's your, Spotify? okay, sorry, you say the fourth one. Fourth would be we work out three times a week mm-hmm. together. It's mm-hmm. the funnest mornings yeah, ever. Shout so out. We're even doing it in ISO, guys. Shout yeah. out Tom Fox at FoxFit. But you are an absolute machine on a treadmill. Do you think so? You hit yeah. 19 oh, the other day. That's, oh, yeah, just for like five seconds. That's what, like, I don't reckon I was when I started training with you guys. I, re- I, I don't I reckon I was that good. I there. definitely 100%. have gotten fit since doing this. I've never been a runner ever. Um, I, I like playing sport. I like interval running. So, yeah, run towards something, yeah, stop for a bit, run Love towards. Love that. But, um, yeah, I've never really done distance running, never did it as a kid, but I definitely feel like when I started at FoxFit, I wasn't that great, but I feel like now, yeah. like, and it also helps, like, obviously being, a, being beside you girls as well, like training in that kind of environment when, you, when you've got someone else, you know that person next to you has just pushed themselves to 200%, then you obviously feel obliged to also push, you this, push yourself that. And it's everyone's lifting each other up and pushing ourselves and we set, we set each other goals and I think it's such a great environment mm. um, and I've become so much fitter because of that. Yeah, they so, are my favourite mornings. Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays are like my favourite mornings. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's like a team thing. It's it exactly is, what you're saying. It's like yeah, a team no, it's good. It's Music really good. Pumping. And it's hard. It's the hardest exit. Oh, footy's probably just as hard. Footy and Fox Who do you play footy for? I play for Old Campbell Grammar okay. in the Vaffa League. So um, basically all the boys' teams also have a girls' team. So okay. all those boys' private school um, school clubs have their old clubs. Um, so, yeah, so I play for Old Campbell, which is who my husband went to school with and played for. Um and yeah, it's so much fun. 
but far out it's hard. I, shout out to yeah. those so girls and also yeah. your, um, your your Richmond boys also. Richmond Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I have new respect for, for footballers now. It is hard I don't know how you do to it. be able to like sprint and then tackle and then still breathe still breathe and then get up and do it again like it's the second third fourth effort like we're fit and I don't think I could do that big field I'd be like far don't. out it's, <laughs> it's like in my face Not it's good face. for anger release I tell you what oh, Sarah like, will be fine Sarah's oh, aggressive anytime <laughs> that like I'm like something's pissing me off at work or whatever I like, just put that effort into a tackle I love that it's so good yeah it's such a good have feeling. you ever got injured from playing I broke my finger last year <gasps> Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but I um, hope it wasn't your ring finger. No. <laughs> no, it's my index finger. I just kind of like played on f- with it for um and then at the it was still hurting at the end of the season, so I got an x-ray and there ha- there had been a break. Um but a break yeah. and she still played throughout the season. Yeah, I did. Just I go did. To show of what Don't tell kind my mum. Um you just tape it up. She's yeah. all right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lee. Thanks for having me. It's that was been so really much fun. fun. And yeah. just shout out to anyone who doesn't follow you. Where can they find you on Insta? Okay, so if you just type in C Want Shop, you'll find me. I've changed my username, but it still comes up under C Want oh, Shop. It? Yeah, because oh. I've still got it in my um, where you write yeah. your. We'll obviously tag right her name. down below as well on the yeah, show yeah, notes. Yeah, type in C Want Shop, and, you'll find me. And don't forget to hit subscribe and. And follow me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, hit comment subscribe. Below, yeah, Tully, below. Comment I'm below. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, hit subscribe and comment below. <laughs>